Hello and welcome to Are You For Real With God. Thank you for listening and our episode today is going to be very interesting. The last episode, it dealt with Job and his being tempted by the devil. Today is a little more focused on our lifestyles because just as Job was tempted, we do know we shall be tempted also. We need to realize how serious that could be. We proclaim to walk with God, that we know God and we attend regular church services and things of that nature. Even in this natural world, I'm going to read something from the book of Isaiah and that'll tell us what was told about us today. And it goes like this. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's Christ. He died for the sins of this world. And even though we were reconciled here today, many of us, we want to do things our own way. What is our way, I ask? Many of us know so much of what God has instructed us to do. We do just the opposite. We're not going to get into it. Many of us will automatically know what I'm talking about. Things that torment God, they would torment me. And I know they're not right. And yet we cling to God, but we still cling to those bad issues in our lives. Don't you know that most of the problems we have are created about the things that we do? Just as Satan tempted Job, he will tempt us as well. All the things that we desire and long to have and thirst for, that's the bait that Satan will use in order to ensnare us, believing that we'll turn away from God just to behold or possess many of the things that he's given, he's offering. The tricks of the devil is to undo the work of God. All that God purposed for us, he lays a weight to steal God's word after we have heard it before it takes root. When you hear of the word of God and the things that he's willing to do immediately, not next week, this afternoon, but as soon as you hear the saving word and the strengthening word of God, Satan comes to try to block that promise. He brings hardship and disappointment. Everything that he can do, he throws at you. He'll attack your family. He'll attack that structure and he'll create discomfort. The scripture tells us that father against son, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, that is happening. If we look around in society today, those kinds of things are happening. They are making, they're, well, I should say, they're newsworthy. You hear about that all the time. That lets us know that somewhere Satan has attacked by means of those we associate with, those that we know, even in the church or sanctuary, the, the temple where we worship. Everyone is possibly vulnerable to an attack of temptation. Satan has no specials. If you are on the verge of needing something, 
he will come and try to step in. Another trick, he'll insinuate doubt. He'll make you not believe the truth of God's word. He'll bring animosity between a couple, make you feel as though this specific person is not for you. He'll instill doubt, disbelief. Therefore, you'll think about it and you'll become dissatisfied. You'll be uncomfortable. You believe that person is doing something that you're not aware of. In relationships, he works on the wife to bring on distrust. He's doing something behind your back. She's doing something behind his back. Oh, the children are sneaking and doing something. The places that you go are obvious. Then you begin to have that doubt, that distrust. See, these are the, the wily ways of the devil. I mean, he'll make you believe that everything is not going right. You know, that's where we have to watch out. New friends, old friends, new appearances and new attitudes. All of that brings about changes in your character. And these are the things that Satan can easily attack you with. Have you ever heard of someone that you work with and you want to become friends with? The first thing they do, they say, well, I want to be your friend. I'd like to get along with you and get to know you. We're going to be working together. We may as well get along. We're trying to do the same job. But then the more comfortable you feel about them, the more things that you'll tell. Isn't it suspicious that someone will ask you about your home life? And we'll tell them what we have for dinner or what we do on the weekend or what we do away from the job. Honestly, that's none of their business. That's how Satan gets in your camp because you invite him by sharing whatever your business is with him. You don't know what spirit that person is of. The Bible tells us, try the spirit by the spirit to find out which it is. And we don't do that. Where they laugh and smile in your face. Oh, they just being friendly. Satan shows his teeth. A dog will even show his teeth before he bites you. Okay? Tricks of the devil. He always trying to get close to you. He, he want to be a part of your personality that, that you enjoy. The things that you like, he like. But here's where the problem comes in at. The things that you purpose to have in your life. You know, the I want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. I want to be famous. I want to be popular. Let's look at when Jesus was baptized. Immediately, he was led into the wilderness. He hungered for 40 days. And then Satan approached. He said, look out and see the things of this world. Now, they belong to me. You worship me. All of that you see, I'll give to you. Now, imagine what he was looking at. Things that glimmer, things that shine, and things that are of a gold. We see that today, and we're so excited and happy about it. That could be a trap. You want to be rich? You want fine clothing and fine homes and jewels and people to know you? And But do they respect you is the question. You have a lot of money, 
but you can't trust them because Satan will put that doubt in you that they're trying to steal from you. That doubt is against everyone who isn't close to you that you're sharing your wealth and your riches with. You know what you do when you have riches. You make those people perform for you. Do certain things so that they can get some of the money that you have. A share of your wealth, some of your riches. That doesn't make you who you are. That makes you who God purposed you not to be. God wants you to share. The devil wants you to gloat and boast and make people do things they wouldn't ordinarily do because of your wealth, your fame, your popularity. Is Satan in your camp? Ask yourself that. Every day of your life, you think about some of the things that you've done. That was in Luke 4, when Satan knows the desires of your heart. He knew if Jesus would fall for that trap, the way many of us have today, he's your ruler. He can control you. He can turn you away from God. Like Isaiah 53, I'm sorry. All we like sheep have turned to our own way. Many times we mention that to ourselves. We'll rehearse that to ourselves. Well, when I get a chance, I'm going to do it my way. I think I know best what I need to do. Somewhere you've seen something and you believe that, well, I'm not going to do it the way they did. If I get a lot of money, if I become rich and famous, well, <clears throat> I'm not going to be fallen on hard times because I'm going to learn from what they've done. Therefore, I won't do it and I'll be safe. My question to you, my brothers and sisters, how do you know? Just like he tempted Job and he removed all of Job's possessions, Job didn't turn from God. As a matter, as a matter of fact, he bowed down on his knees and worshiped and accepted the fact that all that he received came from God. And if he had to lose it, so be it. If we lose $5, we get upset. If we get damaged to an automobile or storm damage to our homes and a tragic disaster, we get mad and we try to blame God. That's what we shouldn't do. There was an owner of a vineyard and he went by and he wanted to get a fig because he had fig trees and they, they were not producing. And he became upset and angry and he told his assistant, the keeper of the vineyard, to destroy the fig trees. Once he couldn't receive fruit, he wanted to destroy the tree. But the keeper said, well, let me dig around them and fertilize them. And next year, if they don't bear fruit, then I'll consider cutting it down. Satan sometimes has us acting too fast and we tear things up. We need to stop and think. Is he in our life? Is he controlling our life? Do we still have harmony in our families? Has he attacked our finances? Does he interrupt the communication between husband and wife, sons and daughters and parents and children? 
Does he manipulate the lifestyle change in our homes? All of this are the questions that we need to answer. Is Satan influencing? Is he manipulating? And has he taken over our household? That's something that we need to understand during our assessment of our lives. This is Are You For Real With God. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Be blessed.